Hello and welcome to another episode of Base News Network. If you are here, you're either listening on Patreon or you are listening to the preview. So if you want to f- hear the full episode, make sure you head over to Patreon. I'm Sophie, aka Joan of Arca, and I'm here with Punk Revolutionau, aka Kayo. Say hi, Kayo. Hello, Sophie. We have had, honestly, a crazy month. We have watched some amazing films in preparation for the Oscars. I was featured on Instagram, Instagram account for their like 24, 20, 24 for 24 creators list. Yes. Um, that was crazy. And um, we also did something that you know, we've been wanting to do for a while, which was um, go to a monster truck show. And it did not disappoint. I was hoping you were going to say that we went, we went to the monster truck show in preparation for the Oscars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, there's, um, there's something really cinematic about... Uh, I wonder if there's like a an annual like Oscars for monster truck drivers. <laughs> Honestly, there probably is. It seems like there's like some prestigious like award ceremony or, uh, thing for everything under the sun, you know? Yeah. Like there's there's it's there's I think there's something for podcasters too, you know. There's stuff for YouTubers like the streamies or whatever. There's there's all sorts of um anything you can think of there's probably like an award committee for it. I wonder if there's like the punkos, the punkies. <laughs> award for the best punks. The punkies and you're nominated. Are you nominated no, this year I'm for not, the the punky? I'm nominated for the punkies, the truckos and the pod the podcast podcasties. Wow, I didn't even know we were nominated. Or were you just nominated and not me? I, if I was ever nominated and you weren't nominated, I would immediately turn it down. Oh. And I would, I would start a, a whole storm on the internet. The, I won't lie, I'd be very happy for you, but I, it would be a little sexist, I won't lie. It would be very, it would be very smexist. It would be, but um, we have... Uh, surprising many people listening, I'm sure. We have not been nominated for any podcast awards, so if there are any podcast awarders listening, please consider us. Anyway, we um, we went to a monster truck show last weekend, and it was really... It's like one of those things you probably wouldn't do unless like you were somehow th- like thrust into that situation. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that like a lot of people just consider doing. I was thrust into the situation by <laughs> the, by the Instagram algorithm knocking it out of the park. Low key, honestly, the Instagram algorithm recommendations are not too bad. Um, like Kayo is showing, like sharing a bunch of monster truck videos on his story as he does. You know, it's it's just one of his bits. You know, and like well. First I first I was exposed to videos of like people driving around like RC like the um like remote control cars you know that doesn't have a person in it it's just like mm-hmm. and I was like okay this is this is very captivating and then I was like this is cool but I want to watch real people in the cars so then mm-hmm. I looked at monster trucks <laughs> Oh you looked I, it up Yeah well I mean I was halfway there already so fair, it wasn't fair you know enough. what I mean so I, I, I didn't like, know this 
It's kind of like, you know, upgrading from like movies rated G to rated PG, you know? Mm. So I was getting okay. a leveling up and then I was hooked on the monster truck content and it didn't take long for Instagram to pop an ad, an advertisement in front of my face. And normally I wouldn't normally, you know, I don't know. We all get a million Instagram ads. Some of them, most of them flop. Yeah, this one, this true. one, this one did not flop. This was a, a a perfectly targeted ad that advertised that there was going to be a monster jam, monster truck show in Long Island, New York. And living in like Brooklyn, like in the city where there's very little space, like you don't really, I, I don't know. I just thought like going to a monster truck show is something that was just not going to happen. You know, because it's something you think only yeah. happens in places where there's like, you know, right. NASCAR and, or whatever. And I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a girl, you know, and women are not typically interested in monster trucks. Um, but um, we'll get into this later. But there was a lot of female representation at the show. There but was. anyway, yeah, it was just something I never expected I would do. It wasn't really my scene. But um, I, I think Kyle would agree that I'm a pretty like when it comes to like going to weird things or like I don't know I feel like I have an open mind a lot about like doing certain things you know like I don't like to put put my life in danger but if there's some like weird event going on like I'll go to it even if I'm not remotely interested I I I think you would agree with that but this was like one of those one of those situations where it's, it's also like I would never otherwise do this so I should just experience it like you never know until you experience it and I'm really glad I went. It was really fun. It's it's something I that agree. I can say I've done, you know, that I never I would have done. But uh, so that was that was just uh, the stars aligning because the because the advertisement for this show was like literally like it was driving distance from us. It was happening coincidentally the weekend that you were going to be here. So like it just like the stars aligned. We went for it. And it was a very epic adventure. It was. And it was my first time in Long Island um, as well. So that was cool. Um, There were so many kids. Everyone had those like special headphones on too. Um, PSA, like make sure you bring headphones or like ear plugs or something because it's extremely loud. Um, And we were basically in this arena. Kayo got us like box tick. Kyle got us box seats, and it was very fancy. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. we basically watched like these monster trucks do different like tricks that like like there was like s- individual competitions, and they had this like thing where you could vote on your phone, but they let anyone vote, so it was like the most like unfair voting like yeah what, mechanism i've ever seen when, when there was a male driver doing a trick we gave it a zero but when there was a woman yeah. driver doing a trick we gave it a 10 and actually like it was really interesting because one of the female drivers she did really well in one of the competitions like scoring wise like she almost i think she got second or third even though she like she basically wiped out but she still so um, I, I the thing is i don't know how to judge like actually like i have no like basis on like judging what is is good in a monster truck show so like maybe it's possible she did a lot of really cool stuff before she wiped out and that's why she got this high score but i'm not, i don't know like it 
but mm. also like some of these these trucks have like existed for a decade like a while now you know because monster jam's been around for like a few decades a couple decades a few decades um and uh like people have these like emotional attachments to the the trucks and and um i think you know people just they want their truck to win you know so like that's also biased too like if you're a big fan of megalodon you're gonna give her a 10 because you've been a fan of megalodon since you were a little kid Mm -hmm. so there's this like like very complex political voting system that's it's a whole yeah a whole whole new new world world. and and sophie like sophie's found this from looking it up that the because i didn't know this the trucks stay the same so there's like the trucks with their design but the drivers change i think like every year yeah it's really interesting it's it's like a a sports team or yeah like a sports team so we're rooting it's kind of like rooting for what you're yeah exactly so yeah, so I honestly, so though, with the with the with the the person who who wiped out, and got a good score, I think that she wiped out super early into her run and didn't do really anything cool besides wipe out. But I think like with the voting, it comes from your heart, mm. and my heart and all of our hearts in that moment were saying the wipeout was so cool that she deserved a high score. Apparently so. So yeah, I really don't understand like how the voting worked, but I mean, again, we're at a monster truck show, so I don't, I don't know how like much people care about fairer voting. <laughs> I don't know. Like anyway, it was I really cared. fun. I cared a lot. I, you did care, as evidenced by your zeros and tens that you were giving out. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool and. Honestly, like I'd like to go to if they come back to New York, I'd like to go to one again. We're done to go again, and definitely, definitely a good time for kids. It's definitely, it's really a family. It's like really a wholesome kids event. Honestly, trust me, if you're like some alternative like hipster from Bushwick, you will, you can enjoy it too, and you should go go see it. Yeah, so just um, I'll throw it out there. Maybe we could also consider trying to get a monster truck driver on a on our on our podcast at some point (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that would be interesting i i'm sure that that person has stories they've seen some stuff they've seen some stuff from those those trucks all right so we just kind of wanted to spread the word about monster trucks they're being maligned in the media i don't know if that's true i just lied but there are people think they're lame but they're actually cool and we want to get the word out so that more people appreciate monster truck shows i have one one piece of feedback if the monster jam people listen to this is you should switch as soon as you can to electric monster trucks (laughs) i'm not even kidding because it'll be better Uh... for the environment and okay, so there it's it smelled a lot like gas in the stadium, which I'm sure some people maybe think is a cool experience, but for me it's kind of like I don't know. I like I like a gas gas smell, but that's that's just me. Okay. Not too much, but it's I don't know. Maybe it's because I drive, you know, like okay. I'm well, a dr- I drive. May- maybe they can switch to electric, and then they can put something in the stadium that like sprays. <laughs> Oh bad smells God. when the they probably truck... they probably would do that they would like, do it like that's that's very like i feel like that's very 2024 just something to think about monster jam it's like it's like it's basically like imitation meat which actually turns out to be better if you just just <laughs> believe 
<laughs> you just so gotta true. believe it's better and it is better okay so true but yeah like spread the word bring your friend to a monster truck show it will not disappoint the actual topic of this episode though are these uh foreign films that um were nominated for oscars this year um the oscars are coming up soon we saw both of them recently and we wanted to talk about them and I don't know, I also wanted to talk about like the foreign films category in, in general because it's kind of kind of a strange thing if you think about it. You know what I mean? Because upon looking, Anatomy of a Fall, I thought it was nominated for Best Foreign Film, but it was actually nominated for Best Picture, but Society of the Snow was not. It was nominated for Best Foreign Film. But basically like film like the the academy awards are like super american centric or english speaking centric it's rare that like a foreign film makes it into the best picture category which is really like strange you know what i mean if they're going to make it like mostly american films that are, end up in these like this best picture category you would think that they would like they should like rebrand as like an american or an english speaking awards show you know because mm. There are so many incredible films that come out that are not American that yeah. are like placed into the secondary best foreign film category. Yeah. It's yeah, really so, weird. Yeah, just to make it super clear to the audience too, like both of these movies are foreign films, but the one thing that differentiates it is at least Anatomy of a Fall has like well, like it's like sixty percent in English, seventy percent in English. So that's true. Yeah, there is a lot in English. So I think that's probably the differentiator. But I agree. It's like they don't. Is that somewhere in the rules? Like the language is what differentiates whether it's a foreign um, film or best picture. I don't think that's a rule. Um, I know, like, cause because but what happens is like the films are submitted to the Academy. So, like for example, like uh, Anatomy of a Fall was submitted probably as best foreign film by the country of Spain. And it was also probably submitted to best picture, but was not nominated. That's my guess. But they're, but essentially what they, they're submitted into these categories for consideration. And then nominations are made by the Academy. Yeah. It's a, it's a, if, if there's no rule in the rule book about the language. I don't believe there is because also Parasite won best picture a few years back oh. and that's in exclusively in Korean. And, okay. um, that I, I remember that was kind of like a groundbreaking thing because it may have been like the first quote foreign film or one of the very few foreign films that have won best picture. So it's definitely possible. It's, there's nothing in the rules that ban it, but it just doesn't happen. Um, they need to figure this out because this does yeah. not make any sense. It's like yeah. best foreign film, but it's foreign to Americans. It's not foreign to other places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's really weird. Um, and then, could, like, uh, somehow, like, British films aren't foreign. I don't know. It's it's really, really weird. How could Anatomy of a Fall be considered possibly the best picture, but not the best foreign film? It doesn't I make any know. sense. I don't know. Like, I guess it's really weird. It's really weird. So, I don't know. I guess, like... I also think, too, like, a lot of Americans are hesitant to, like, watch foreign films because they don't like to read subtitles. And I don't know. I think that's something, like, you gotta get over if you're able, like, if you are able to, like, read and you have, like, your sight. I feel like you should watch films with subtitles. Like, it's, 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 
you are missing out on like a whole world, literally a whole world of like art. I feel like foreign films are a little intimidating, not only because of the subtitle thing, but I think it's sort of like once you open up the door to like, I'm going to open up the possibility of watching international films, then all of a sudden your scope of the amount of movies available to watch have multiplied by like 10. <laughs> yeah. And like some of the best films ever made are foreign films. No question. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just disrespectful to have that category. Like just, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Then, then, it, or if you have that category, then you should make it like an American, like exclusively an American yeah. thing. I don't know. I'm gonna Google this. You keep you keep talking. I'm just gonna yeah. Google best foreign film category because I'm sure I'm. I'm there's a lot of articles. I I pulled up one too, but there's like a lot of um, articles about like best international film, best foreign film, like the how that category needs some like reformation. Mm, okay. Um, which I would agree with, but yeah. It's it's kind of it's weird, but anyway, yeah. I I would encourage you to see the films that are nominated for that. Okay, um, so so just to be just so to, to be clear here, according to Wikipedia, and I know this is like we're getting really. I know we want to move and talk into the movie, but like it does say. No, that, it's okay. I I th I think this is like something I, I I wanted to talk about this. So okay, so it does say that this award is awarded for excellence in international film with a predominantly non-English dialogue track. Mm. The, so so it does seem like language is taken into consideration, but it still doesn't well, really... Doesn't but really... some have bypassed, though, because Parasite was nominated for Best Picture. Remember yeah. when Trump... Remember when Trump got really mad that it won? Because it was for... It wasn't an American film. And then he's like... Like he was like basically he was being like super racist about that. You know, it's just one of those things where he just has done so much insane stuff. He just can't even yeah, retain it all. And I'm, that's I, true. I, I, I believe you. It sounds like he did do like I th yeah I kind of remember that. But I also he was like the Oscars are a disgrace. Like they let like yeah. foreign influence. It's like dude, you do not give a fuck about the Oscars. I'm sorry, Trump. Like <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny if he watched Parasite and was like, oh my. God, mm -hmm. I was wrong about everything. <laughs> well, maybe it hits a little too close to home. Yeah, yeah. It's like, holy shit. Wait a minute. I'm I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Trump right. Trump attains consciousness for the first time. Yeah, starts posting like leftist in infographics. God, I uh, wish. Yeah. Anyways, so we watched two films that were technically foreign films. Anatomy of a Fall was from france and then um the society of the snow was from spain it's a it was a it's a spanish film it is actually like it takes place in um uruguay argentina and uh chile chile um but it was made by like a spanish like production which is interesting but i'm just clarifying that um but yeah um we we have thoughts on those films, so yeah. Should we start with the the Society of the so Snow? The, yeah. All right. So Sophie, what did you think of a Society of the Snow? Society of the Snow was really good. Um, 
if you're not familiar um, with the story, which I was already uh, familiar with the story because I love like reading about disasters and freak accidents like and stuff like it's my morbid curiosity and then it like tortures me but I keep doing it um it was like a it was a um a flight that crashed in the Andes um it was like primarily um boarded by a team like a rugby team from Uruguay they were on their way to play a game in Argentina and um the plane crashed in the Andes like in like a horrible spot to crash basically because it's like super far from like anywhere and um upon impact like it it, like broke apart some people fell out and like a lot of people died and like or died of their injuries eventually um and they basically had to work together to survive and had to resort to cannibalism to eating their dead family members and classmates to survive and eventually like two of them are able to like hike their way to civilize like to the to like a a a place where there are people and get help um but they were out there for over like 70 days there were originally 45 passengers and by the end there were only 16 still alive um and it's like it's just like a remarkable survival story that is so horrific but you can't believe actually happened and that they actually managed to survive um so i was already like it's already like an inherently fascinating story right like it's it captures the imagination it's crazy and there's also already a film about it called alive that came out in the that i, I think that came out in the early 2000s or something I can't remember when it came out but there was there was already there's already a film um called Alive but this one I would I I haven't seen the other one but I I believe this one took on like a more realistic like kind of gritty tone and like style but yeah um I thought it was incredibly realistic and immersive and I can't stop thinking about it how about you Yes, I agree. Well, I liked it because, um, well, there's a lot of reasons like it, but but I, in college, I studied abroad in Buenos Aires, so so I basically lived their experience to an extent, Um, (laughs) because they had, they had like a accent. They like they they had they obviously were speaking Spanish, but there's like specific South South American, like Buenos Aires, Uruguayan accents that were familiar to me, which was cool. That's yeah, that's cool. And when I was in Argentina, I took a bus that drove from Argentina through the Andes into Chile. Through the Andes. So I also kind of was in the Andes like they were. But yes, no, I really like the movie I I agree. I liked how it was like quite realistic. Like the plane crash, I think was a probably even though the whole movie was very dark and intense and scary. I feel like the plane crash scene in particular was like probably the most intense scene that you just like won't ever forget. Yeah, remember when we were watching and I had to pause it multiple times because I was too scared. I don't think I've ever done that before. 
Yes, you paused it multiple times, and each time you paused, you sounded like you were out of breath. I was terrified. I don't know why. I I, I guess like I knew it was gonna happen, but the I, I also f flew on a plane yeah. that day, so I think yeah. that contributed. But like it was so realistic that it, I don't know when you hear about like freak accidents. Usually, all you hear is a freak accident or someone died in a plane crash. Someone died in a car crash but you don't actually imagine how that death happens you know which a lot of times is like being impaled and de decapitated or like f like burning alive being thrown from a high distance like there are s so many horrific things that happen that you just you don't think about when you hear these things it's it's, it's so to see it in real time like it was horrifying that is the end of this episode's preview. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, get access to all of our Patreon content, and most importantly, support our show, head over to patreon.com slash basednewsnetwork and join us for $5 a month. We really appreciate the support. Thanks for listening. See you next episode.